1: Test your luck in the
0: shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service
1: for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
2: VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. One hundred and eight minutes to quarantine failure. It. Master, caution, Four, reset. Eight, no current alarms. Two, vault temperature zero, within normal parameters. One. Vault pressure within normal Six. parameters. Vault two. humidity within normal two. parameters. Vault Zero. integrity test report Zero. secured. Talk show.
0: We'll do it live! Three, two, one. 2, Manual override achieved. For station uplink.
3: Enter 3, 2.
1: I'm Sergeant Drano, and you're listening to a communication from Station 7, or The Door. Station 7 is a sociological experiment in progress for members of the Dharma Initiative, and fans of Lost and The Walking Dead. So we're going to go ahead and open up our lines for anyone who wants to communicate.
2: Opening communications channel. Waiting. Waiting. Well, Lost is over. Satellite uplink established.
1: But it turns out, Damon and Carlton's prediction was true. What's really fun is to actually have a character back who is dead,
0: but isn't really dead.
4: When someone dies on Lost, they're dead. And that's really it. Like, we're not trying to be sneaky and they're going to come back as a zombie. You're
0: seven, you're going to regret that zombie comment. I am.
4: I am really going (laughs) to regret that. You're seven is actually, the subtitle is Lost Zombies. (laughs) And it's just everybody who we've killed off over the years coming back and trying to eat
0: when
4: there's no more room in hell, the dead will
1: walk here. So today, we review episode 83 of The Walking Dead. The title of the episode is Last Day on Earth. We'll rate the episode, review things a bit, and follow that up with the Walker of the Week, the Roger Ward, and our survival scenario. Last but not least, we'll make some spoiler-free predictions for what we think might happen next season. Uh, so without further ado, let's get to it. But first, a word from our sponsors.
5: <sighs> All this housework to do, and I have to look good
6: for that dinner party tonight. Wah, wah, wah. I wish there was an accessory that could help me. Did someone say, help me? Who are you? I have flashed from the future to tell you about the amazing Lost Scarf. Amazing Lost Scarf? Tell me more. Okay. The Amazing Lost Scarf is the scarf that does it all. Sharp enough to cut through this tin can, but soft enough to swaddle your baby to sleep. Wow,
5: I'm impressed. But what about my dinner party tonight?
6: Speaking of sharp and soft, wear the Amazing Lost Scarf to look sharp on the town or in the soft candlelight of a romantic dinner at home. There's
5: got to be a catch. How do I clean it?
6: Simple. Just swish it around in a coconut bowl of sea water and a drop of Dharma style shampoo.
2: Can it core
6: an apple? Yes, it can core a apple. Razzle dazzle, I'm sold. And you will be too. The Amazing Lost Scarf by Chronoco is just fifteen forty two. Order now and you'll get another hundred and seven scars. That's one hundred and eight scars in all. For the same 1542. Call 1334 316 LOST. Search iTunes under Lost in Order or go to the address Lost in Order Podcast. Ships to the U.S. and Canada. Sorry, they're not going to Guam.
1: Thank you for that important message, Anna and Miss Wendy. So uh, let's see who we've got on the line for tonight.
2: Incoming transmission from Brian.
1: It's Brian. How's it going, Brian? You're right. How about you this week? Oh, not too bad. It's been a busy week, exactly. but uh, off for the moment. Uh, how about yourself? Oh,
4: I'm on vacation right now, until at least until next Tuesday. I'm very excited.
1: Nice. Nice. How have you been spending your vacation?
4: Cleaning, unfortunately. I really wish I could say it was going to be relaxing, but um, I moved all the furniture from upstairs, done the carpets. I'm probably going to paint, start tomorrow. Uh, wow. Today, I took off. I wanted to play some video games, so I did that. I got to go through two closets. Uh, but I'll probably be those on Sunday and then move everything in on Monday after I my, my I take my father to go have his uh, his rectum uh, looked at.
1: That sounds awesome. Yes, it is.
4: <laughs> he's having, he's getting a, a colonoscopy on Monday, so after that, it's going to be back to it and then back to work on Tuesday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. And I also heard you spent part of your vacation working. Yes, yes,
4: yes. <laughs> I was nice last night. I... I they didn't want. They forgot about a class that needed to be taught. It was only two hours, and I was like, you know, I left early on Monday anyway, so I'll just go ahead and just do it. So that was fun. And the sad thing is, cool. I discovered one of the DVDs I needed was 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 gone. So if anything, it ended a little early because of that.
1: Oh, okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, who else we got on the line?
2: Incoming transmission from Mister Bad.
1: It's Mister Bad. How's it going, Mister Bad?
2: Uh, not too bad. Not too bad.
5: I could complain, uh, but I'll save that for the, uh, episode itself.
1: Oh! So that's the way of it. Yeah, okay. I want to hear his review first, before you come to me. Oh, Go to you first. Oh, first. Oh, yes, I, I remember your request, uh, we Brian. Should have, <laughs> we should have done
5: the, uh, advertisement for the Chinese Shovel, because this show should be buried.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe you should have played the advertiser for the Chinese Shovel. Mm. The magic fediting.
4: <laughs> yes, but I live in Guam, so I can't get the Chinese
1: Shovel.
5: Uh, you can get the Chinese Shovel in Guam, you just can't get the Lost in Order scarf.
4: Uh, <laughs> Nothing ships the Guam. Come on, I need the Chinese
1: <laughs> Okay, well, are uh, you guys ready to uh, get started with that first thing that we do first? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Okay, here comes the uh, official Mr. Bad Summary for Last Day on Earth. <laughs> it's road trip time. Are the Alexandrians' biggest badasses making their annual trip to Gary World? What's Gary World? Perhaps a trip to the eastern shore to gather some blue crabs and oysters to go with Maggie's pickles? Maybe a trip back to the apothecary for some herbal remedies. No! No! They are taking a conveniently ill, perhaps poisoned, Maggie to the hilltop for an emergency visit to their pediatrician. Hope they called their HMO to get pre-approval, otherwise there could be some repercussions for their medical insurance providers. Some of them are real hard cases. So, all of our favorite characters are either in the RV or already captured by Negan. Hey, Carol's one of our favorites. She's not in the RV or catch by Negan. And guess who is waiting for the RV gang? Negan. <laughs> Negan's gang is at every fork in the road. Rick and crew flee from each confrontation and go backtracking for a way to Hilltop. But it becomes real obvious real fast that Negan is out to prove something to Rick and crew and his own gang. Negan is in control and Rick is about to find out that a dirty dozen badasses can't face down 200 murderous bastards. They walk right into a trap. They give up their weapons without a fight. And then horror and fear grip them all. Except for Carl and Ford, who manage to hold their water and stare down Negan's evil eye. Negan introduces Rick and crew to the New World Order and offers them some less- the same lesson he has given to all the other survivor groups he has destroyed. He introduces them to Lucille, and when confronted by a wealth of ready volunteers, decides to play a little "Any Me, Any Meaty Money Mo" to choose who will assist him in his lesson plan. The poor, unlucky slob gets gets the bat, and we see blood fill their eyes and the muffled thumps of Negan's blows fade to black. And yes, it's a cliffhanger till season seven to find out who got the bat. Wow, nothing in there about uh, Carl or or, uh, Carol and Morgan. I couldn't
5: focus. Even though I liked it, I was completely, you know, waiting. I mean, the whole frickin' show was about where's fucking Negan?
1: fucking fuck up, (laughs) Negan. And where's the goddamn bat? And, um... (laughs) How How did you know about the bat?
5: Uh well I had been spoiled I guess I had oh, okay. heard about it uh from people talking about the comics uh-huh. and it was a p- classic thing that people talked about that you know he was going get to uh, meet somebody I mean they had talked about it in the show that every every group he meets they uh they kill someone by you know taking a bat and that's true that's their, true their
1: yeah. um, that is true yes okay all you know. right. Well, uh, let's see what we thought of this episode. I believe we do have uh, a communication from uh, our good old buddy, Tater. So let's hear what he thought.
3: Well, that was all quite predictable. Sometimes I think this is the dumbest show on television. <laughs> uh, just such bad writing. Um, after all the convenience of... Uh, them continually walking into the trap set by the saviors. And the last one at the end, uh we're going to go walking through the woods and end up right in the middle of all this. And, of course, you know, Carol's not going to die. Morgan's going to kill somebody. That was so predictable. Everything about this was predictable. Um, my money's still on Abraham being the one that got the bat at the end. But, yeah, that was whatever. I'm ready for this show to be off for. The rest of these, you know, till whenever October and it comes back. Okay. That was dumb.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, sounds like he liked it. Uh what did you guys think of it? Uh how many stars would you give it, Mr. Bad?
0: Uh
5: I give it a six. I like the last ten minutes. I like uh-huh. Carol and Morgan meeting the uh the guys with the horses and the uh um armor. You know the uh, anti-Z armor, but uh, uh, I really, really hated what—almost sixty-five, seventy minutes of more setup. Wow, um,
1: yeah. that's interesting.
5: And I didn't even mind. I did not uh, mind the cliffhanger. I didn't mind that.
1: That's interesting. Yeah, I feel like that's the opposite reaction from uh, that a lot of people had. A lot of uh, the most of the people I've heard from were pissed off by the cliffhanger, but thought the rest of it was pretty okay. But you actually it was didn't like scene. the lead up. It end, was a but great
5: ten-minute scene. The actor playing Negan, what's his name again? Um, from uh, watching, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I Jeff believe. Jeffrey Dean Morgan was great. I think uh, for people who love the comic and are familiar with the Negan character, he seemed to do a great job. No fucky fuck fucks like. I think he he go does in the comic, but it was right, still right. effing good, and mm-hmm. I liked you know it fading to black with the dull thumping you know sort of continuing as the person <laughs> lost consciousness and vision. Uh, okay, um,
1: all right, fair enough. Okay, uh, how many stars would you give it, uh, Brian?
4: I gave it four just because Carol is in it.
1: <laughs> that's, that's the man. only. That's <laughs> the only reason they got it four. You <laughs> would I, rate it lower if well, not for Carol. Well. Unfortunately,
4: it was very predictable. I mean, you yeah. saw what was going. On. I mean, it was very predictable. Uh-huh. And I also didn't believe the thing with, oh, you're, we're going to go through the woods at a random point. Oh, but we're going to be right there, and you're going to walk. Uh-huh. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, and I, I certainly did not like the cliffhanger. I understood why they did it. Um, I, I just hate when they do cliffhangers like this for over. Because you know, it, it, it just you know when you see it too many times in too many other television shows. Just tied up, really nice. No, they didn't. Um, but you know, okay, we'll wait six months to find out. You know who was who was hit over the head and killed. Uh, uh, yeah, for... I mean, it was just it was, this is was the worst finale they've done so far. Worst, worst one. Yeah,
1: even worse than the one where the governor attacks the prison, but like kills nobody and then runs away and shoots all his own guys. Oh, no, this is still worse than that, I
4: guess. Really? Wow. At least Tida got a death at the end, but no one really died. Uh-huh. I mean, no one really died. And also, Steve, your summary. But, yeah, you've, you forgot Morgan completely. Morgan and Carol's storyline was probably, probably the most interesting part of I this episode. Too, yeah. So, uh-huh. anyways, go on. Pat, what would you think?
1: Um I think I'd probably give it a 7. Um for the most part I I did enjoy the vast majority of the episode. I was one of those who really did not like the cliffhanger. Um I I had been I had heard a spoiler that they weren't going to show it and I was hoping that, that that was not the case, but they didn't show it and I think that was a huge mistake. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't well, like that. Do I, I? felt
4: kind of like when Glenn died, but didn't die? I, I just felt it's it, they're just doing that again. Not that Glenn's going to be the character who dies, but you know they're they're like you know I, I, it just now they're finally going to kill somebody and it, it's uh, fantastic. Absolutely. Now we have to wait six months. We had to wait three weeks, I think, for to find out if Glenn was you know chomped on or not. I mean, I, I just don't like oh. it's like it's like they're playing games.
1: The the guys on the Watching Dead, uh, I feel like uh, they articulated this really well. Um, if if like uh, it, it it separates the audience from the characters because all the characters in the story know who got the bat. The only ones who don't know who got the bat is the audience, and it just feels you know very blatantly you know. I guess manipulation, you know, to try and hook people in for the next season. I don't know. I didn't like it. (laughs) Um,
5: The actors actually have not been informed yet, or so they'll have to wait until they, you know, get a call saying, "Hey." you're coming in just for the first episode and then you're out,
1: you know. The actors don't know
5: yet? No, that's what they said. The The actors don't know yet who is getting killed because they all are going to come back to film, you know, some of that scene. So <laughs> they don't know. None of them know, no.
1: That almost makes it sound like it's some sort of contract negotiation ploy.
4: <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they actually filmed several different versions with different actors and them Uh, not even knowing who they're going to use until, hey, uh, yeah, don't bother coming back.
1: (laughs) And that's just a disturbing thought too, that, that the creators of the show haven't even decided, you know, who's getting killed yet. The the possibility that even they don't know (laughs) where they're going with this. Oh, I
5: think Uh, they do. I think. as much as I'm pissed off about it, I I could not see them writing this episode without knowing exactly who's going to die. And exactly, yeah. Because yeah. I mean that that sets up a whole emotional um plot right. for the next season.
1: Um, yeah.
7: Now, yeah. I
5: I will just. Can remark- I make the episode? Hello. Who
1: who is is that? Methodic John
3: on the call. Yeah, I've been here since the. The, the recap of the episode but they're going to let you guys do your thing.
1: Sweet! Yeah, I see you on there now. Yeah. Thanks for piping up. Uh, yeah, yeah. How many stars would you give it, Pathetic John? i give it a spectacular three. <laughs> awesome. That is, I think, our lowest rating uh, so far.
3: <laughs> and, and 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 I just want to hit on something that I feel like nobody else has mentioned, but I to me it was just disturbing.
0: Uh huh. The
3: extraordinary cat and mouse game, and the amount of manpower and logistics and coordination spent to strategically block certain roads, right? Is just, I mean, the crystal ball Unreal. these guys must have is right. just, yeah, it's just I, honestly, I, I found that to be completely, that took me out of the excitement of the show because it was like it just never seemed to stop. Like yeah. once or twice, okay, that was it. Uh, third time, with like tons of logs, and these guys have heavy machinery, clearly
0: <laughs>
3: I mean, like the there is no organization on the planet that would spend that much time and energy and spray painting an X on the guy early, so the uh, yeah. big payoff is that he's when he's hanging over the bridge, you see the x I mean, all of these things the theatrics just was just overwriting to death.
0: Uh-huh. The writing
3: alone, I just thought, was off the charts, just pathetic. And wow. the ending just sealed the deal. I, uh-huh. I honestly, I think I'm shit-canny AMC and from my lineup because, it, frankly, I, I, it just, I'm going to be spoiled over the summer. i going to come out.
0: It's going to be impossible not to be. The
3: yeah. whole first couple episodes of the season just have no interest now because they've done this. Like, I literally think this is the worst possible thing they could have done for the
1: show. (laughs) I I kind of agree. That's why they get a three. Wow.
4: (laughs) I don't feel so bad giving it a four now.
1: (laughs) A devastating (laughs) analysis. Um, Yeah, yeah, I agree. It really kind of stretched the bounds of, of credibility. It's like the only way I could see them pulling this off is if... They had, like, a spy in with the group with a radio constantly, you know, yeah, relaying what they were doing. They, what? Would,
5: they would have had to poison Maggie because otherwise there's no reason. How do, are they going to get them all out? Um, I mean, there's no um, plot yeah. device to force a large amount of them out of the uh, compound.
1: That's, that's an excellent point. Yeah, how would they even know that they were going anywhere? Yeah. That's that's an excellent point. Um,
0: hmm. And it,
5: it, the uh, I'm a, just first I'm going to agree one hundred percent with Methodic John. Uh. Uh, this the Wolf episode, um, the episode about the hurting the uh, zombies and having them come back and overrun Alexandria. They all yep. share one common flaw: they were really, really overproduced. You know, uh. they went they had these really complicated things. Just because they wanted to have like one certain aspect, like uh, when the um, zombies uh, you know overran, they wanted to have it at night so the flames would be really dramatic, and the (laughs) terror and stuff. So they had all this bullshit about them leaving Alexandria and going toward the uh, cars and then Mm -hmm. coming back, and then I -hmm. mean it was just bullshit. And this is bullshit. They could have done it two ways. Uh, I think, I, I don't know, but I think in the comic books, they just surround the place and show overwhelming force and force them to come out and, you know, parlay. Or they could have done the exact same thing, you know, poisoned Maggie and just sat around and mm-hmm. waited at Hilltop. and And when they get welcomed in through the gates... You could have just saw, tor- you know, some torches or whistling starts, you know, behind them, yeah. and that would have been fantastic. Yep. And you-, you wouldn't have had to waste sixty minutes or seventy minutes of the episode yeah. bopping around like you know um, uh, a-, a pool ball from one cushion to another, you know, dropping the fucking pocket already.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I now I actually did like the. Uh... The rising tension of, you know, first run roadblock, then another, then another, and you try to out, you know, think them, but you end up falling right into their trap. But at the same time, it really does stretch the bounds of believability, you know, and, you know, if if they did ultimately explain how they were able to counter Rick's every move, that would be cool, but I don't really expect an explanation like that, because it does really seem like they just did it for the purposes of, you know, that's what they wanted to do Yeah, th- they the would episode. have had to
5: have somebody inside, either Spencer and or Eugene. And yeah. if Eugene wasn't part of it, they would have probably had to put a GPS tracker uh, in the uh, RV. Uh-huh. But, uh, because... Uh, I'm going crazy to <laughs> Mr. Man's going off the road.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's like your, your poisoning theory is great, but at the same time, I bet there's never any sort of reveal that says that Maggie was poisoned by, you know, one of the saviors in order to trigger this. Right. I bet, you know, that's just going to remain unexplained.
5: It just... Uh, I mean, I... I... I just thought that would be a great uh, scene with them walking in triumphant and all of a sudden their greatest triumph, ah, the whistling starts and there's darkness <laughs> and the torches. Oh, yeah. and then, you know, you hear, you know, uh, you know, Negan makes his big entrance. That would
1: have been fantastic. Yeah. And but, that was a good entrance and the whistling and yeah, all that. It was. it was really, you know, intimidating and it creepy was. and all that. that I, I did good. like all that. Yes, but it was it's older, just the logistics but, of how they were able to pull it off. Yeah,
5: and methodic John, I, I would say one thing: for as much uh, have they they fucked up Negan's plans. You know, they killed forty or fifty guys. I don't think, from what I little I know, I don't think they did that in the comic book, because if they had killed forty or fifty of his guys and uh, made him lose that much face. He would have gathered a large amount of his crew together uh, to show them he's still in charge. But I don't think one, you know, bat upside the head would have done it. I think Mm -hmm. he would have said, oh, did I say one? Oh, I I think, you know, how many guys did you kill? 40, 50? Uh, I think we we ought to have another guy, you know, set up (laughs) to the plate, you know? And he would have drawn it out until he killed every last one of them. You
1: know? <laughs> yeah, especially in this episode, you know, he says they they killed all those people at that uh, bookstore because yeah, yeah. they, like, fought back or whatever. And Rick's group has certainly fought back, but Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> it makes Negan look like you know, the model of restraint, only uh, taking <laughs> Ab- one person out. Absolutely,
5: <laughs> yes. Um... Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, well, I guess this is a uh, a big-time segue into what worked and didn't work, uh, what uh, made the episode better and what made it worse. Uh, so do you want to elaborate any on that, uh, Mr. Ben?
5: I'll simply say the last ten minutes was fantastic. I personally didn't mind the uh, um, cliffhanger, although I would agree it would have worked much better if you had one more episode. To reveal it, I mean, what, having a cliffhanger go from one week to the next is okay over the whole season. I agree. I don't know how they're going to keep it from being spoiled. But uh, So what worked for me was the last ten minutes. I agree uh, with uh, uh, Brian, uh, Morgan, and Maggie. Or, I mean, not Maggie, but uh, um, Carol were great. I just couldn't uh. focus on them. Absolutely. <laughs> I was just com- completely thinking about what was going to uh. happen and how Negan was going to show up. But uh, um, I mean, it's gee. cool, though. Uh, w- my only prediction... All my effing predictions were wrong. Of course, uh, <laughs> they didn't kill anybody, really. But the only one that has any chance of coming true is that Carol will save the day. Although mm-hmm. it's probably more Morgan because them meeting these this other group... Is probably what's going to eventually save the day. Because against Negan's large crew, you need not just the hilltop, not just Alexandria, but at least one or two other groups who are fairly uh, organized and big and these guys had armor and horses, so that you know, it's good. Looks good.
1: <laughs> the Ritter Mark, the riders of Rohan.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the blowing of the horns. <laughs> Death Death <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, in fact, John, what, uh, what, What? if anything, made it better, and uh, what made it worse, if If there's anything else you haven't already uh, talked about?
3: No, I mean, all of these things, like, Megan is the most empathetic person on the planet, apparently, all of these things are just ridiculous, just complete contradictions at every
4: corner, you know?
1: Okay, Uh, Brian, what worked and didn't work? Uh, what, if anything, made it better, or what made it worse?
4: Carol and the Morgan side—the introduction of the new group—who for some reason, what they're called—but um, it's not important anyway. I just can't not remember. I keep thinking Hilltop boarding, No, uh, that'd
1: be a spoiler, um, anyway. So
4: it would be. And I, like I said, I'm not even gonna look it up. I don't really care. Let's see. That I, I really like. That was probably the best part of this episode was the Carol, because you know her being basically an idiot and trying to do this, and <laughs> and and Morgan having to actually kill. I think that. I like, I like that, that
1: part of the story. Um, what, it is almost like uh, Mor- uh, Carol calling Checkmate on Morgan's yeah. philosophy.
4: <laughs> yeah, but I'm hoping that him doing that to save her, she'll even I've got to kill, and hopefully she'll come back. Now, how they'll do this arc with the new group, who knows? I mean, we'll find out next uh, next season, and now that will be interesting. But let's see, what didn't work? Pretty much most of the episode didn't work. Very contrived. I think what did, uh, one thing that also didn't work was Carl locking what's her face in the closet. Um, that was just totally misogynistic on his part.
1: <laughs> uh, and I'm just Characters out, are allowed to be misogynistic. They're they're. I, th- I'm just throwing
4: it out there because I'm thinking, okay, I, re- I just remember this little thing, and I'm like, I'm like, oh uh, yeah, I think that will not work. That will. Work. <laughs> um, it worked. She didn't come along. <laughs> I know it did work. Um, I just want to add that to it. Um, and that, um, that's pretty much it. Most of the episode did not work for me this week just because it's uh,
1: contrived. All right. And most of the episode did work for me in spite of being, I admit, quite contrived. Yeah, I like the Carol Morgan stuff, too, that worked. It was inter- it was interesting in that, you know, I, I really, you know, got behind Morgan in the effect that, you know, obviously we don't want Carol to die. But at the same time, it does seem like Carol sort of wins the argument in that Morgan finally kills again in order to save Carol. Um, I like the introduction of this apparently new group. Uh, That's interesting. And I do like that Carol is one of the few characters that (laughs) has absolutely no possibility of being the person that got the bat because she's my favorite character. So I'm glad that she seems to be... uh, at this point, you know, out of out of jeopardy, at least for now. I actually did like the uh, them encountering the roadblocks and seeing Rick slowly realize that he is being he is completely out of his depth in this situation, and things are just not going to go as he plans. And you can kind of I, I felt like there was some pretty good acting. Oh, I felt like um, uh, the actor who plays Rick Grimes. His name escapes me at the moment because I'm slightly inebriated. I thought he did a good job <laughs> expressing uh, emotions of somebody who's slowly realizing that maybe uh, <laughs> maybe things are not going to turn out the way they planned. And maybe the world is not uh, what he thought it was. Um, I thought he did a pretty good job, you know. Of, of of expressing, you know, somebody who, who realizes the situation is spiraling out of his control. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. I, I did like Negan's introduction. I, I definitely think the actor choice that they picked to play Negan was an excellent choice. Uh, I feel like he did a good job. Uh, I hope he does shave his face. He's, he's, he mentions at one point that he needs to shave that shit off. And I would agree. Um in the comics, I don't think there's too much of a spoiler. Negan is clean shaven. And I would like to see the guy look a little more clean cut. So, hopefully, he really does shave that shit off. The only thing I I really didn't like was that cliffhanger. I feel like it would have been much more interesting to go ahead and get the reveal of who uh, uh, of you know somebody getting killed off, whoever it is and then instead have the conversation be the group's reaction to that and, you know, what's going to happen next? How are they going to react to that? I think that would have been more effective. That's, I guess that's basically it. So that brings us to Smartest dumbest. What was the oh, uh, smartest I
3: Absolutely.
1: Without going, what you got?
3: Then I got all derailed on shenanigans earlier. <laughs> shenanigans? Um, so I was gonna say, yes, I was going to say what worked for me, as you already mentioned, was Andrew Lincoln's acting, that, yes. that he did a good job there. He had a good, you know, um, expression. And Maggie's, uh, you know, they had some good character acting by, you know, those two characters, Mitch yeah and Maggie, and Glenn was good. Uh-huh. Um, so everybody else basically sucked at fear and all.
0: <laughs>
3: uh, really. Okay. Like, Michonne, I, like, I looked like she had gas. Like, it was nothing
5: scary <laughs> by her reaction. Hey, gas um, can be very scary. You, you know, that can be damaging to your internal organs. There's no, no, don't I be underestimated. It maybe, the she gas. Gas. Yeah. maybe
1: she did have gas. Maybe she did.
3: Maybe she had pee-pee pants. I mean... <laughs> it was just... oh, that,
1: that, that reminds me, just to interject right quick, uh, that bit where they encountered the walkers that were chained together, that were, you know, like one of them had some of Michonne's dreads and yes. one of them had, you know, uh, Daryl's oh, vest on. I thought yeah. that was really effective.
5: That was cool, yeah.
1: Creating a, a creepy, you know, moment and really throwing Rick off his game, I felt like. Um, what else you got, with, like China? What else were you going to say? Um, sure, I would say what didn't work
3: I think I mentioned already, was the um, long-drawn-out charade of, uh, to just magically and perfectly capture them yeah. in this like, arena that they had created in the, in the woods, this campground yeah. arena-type situation. Yeah. Just, once again, ridiculous. It's not like uh. the, the group moved like 10 <laughs> feet to get in the position at the very end. It's like it was just perfect. I mean, it's completely
1: ridiculous. Like, I uh, can um, I can only kind of think that maybe they just at the next roadblock they simply captured Eugene and then tortured him until he told them uh, where the group was and and then they just located him like that.
7: Uh, yeah,
3: but again, they're running through the woods rather randomly to yeah. uh, perfectly land at the clearing that everyone had already gathered at. Uh-huh. Ridiculous. Um, uh, this, that whole everything with the saviors did not work everything involving Negan and his people did not work for me at all this episode it, okay. the writers fucked it up
1: <laughs> what did you think of uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's performance what did you think of Negan himself
3: considering Jeffrey Dean Morgan was in the Watchmen um, yep. I think his acting in the Watchmen, if he would have just channeled that, it would have been better. Uh-huh. He should have added a little bit more hysterical, I think.
1: <laughs> okay. He
3: came off with his kind of 8th grade boy humor uh, vulgarity, not as impressive as I was expecting. Oh, he did a okay. good job, but he could have added a tinge more... Um, uh-huh. Maniacal, I think. Yep. And Lucille was underwhelming, honestly. Uh-huh. I was expecting, I don't know, I was expecting thicker gauge barbed wire for some reason with like uh-huh. razor blades.
1: Uh huh. Interesting. Not I just can... metal wire, boring metal wire. Like, they wasn't even big spokes or prods in it. Uh, it was, but well, uh, it wasn't barbed wire? I thought it was at least barbed wire. Was it not? It didn't look really vicious Uh, barbed wire to me. I'll have to look at that again. Wow, interesting. Um, There are other people on the podcast. Tell me. Guys. No, no, you're right.
5: The wire wasn't really pointy. It was very much rounded like it had been beaten down. Uh, In that respect, it was very tightly wound. But yeah. it didn't. It wasn't sticking up like spiky.
1: It wasn't very spiky. Yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah. I guess it could have been beaten down by <laughs> many skulls. But uh, yeah. Still, you, yeah. That's kind of an odd choice for that. Hmm. Okay.
4: I want to disagree, so, though. It's actually supposed to be barbed wire. but Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah.
5: yeah. In, it, It did have these strands wrapped around the other strands as barbs, but they didn't come out. They looked like they had been really almost hammered down to be rounded around. Uh, One thing I want to say, I loved, I thought the Watchman was good, and I thought his performance in that as the comedian was good. Oh, I yeah. thought this was better, though. I thought he had a much richer. Uh, it just it was only ten minutes compared to yeah. you know a whole movie, but yep. I really liked his performance, and I think this might be a better character for him than uh, as the comedian. But
1: anyway. ah, interesting. That is interesting. Okay, all right. Well, are we ready to move into smartest, dumbest, perhaps? Yes. Um what was the smartest thing somebody did in the episode? And what was the dumbest thing, Mr. Bad?
5: I had been thinking about a smart thing. The only smart thing was Morgan shooting that savior. Smart thing <laughs> to do. Good job, okay. Morgan. Okay, yeah. And shaking hands with the other guy. Yeah <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah, okay. Dumbest lot to pick one. dot to pick from.
5: Oh, uh actually I have it right at the beginning. Rick taking the fucking RV and not a 4x4. Not only do you put a whole bunch of people's lives at risk who have aren't going to do anything. I mean, four guys or eight people ain't going to save you from 20 or 30. And uh, a 4x4 would have let them go anywhere. There's no way they would have been, you know, trapped. They could have just went across the road and ended up in the hilltop. Surrounded by 200 Neganites. Yeah,
1: yeah. And incidentally, it it was basically comical how many people insisted on coming along with him and and Rick's (laughs) perfunctory, no, you can't come, I'm coming, and then they come. (laughs) That was pretty silly. Smartest, dumbest, Methodic John. Eugene and his approach, smartest. That was pretty good. That was a good idea. It didn't work out, but it was a good idea. I, missed. I wasn't going back to On after the first block. Ah, okay. All right. Yeah, that's probably ooh, true, ooh, too. Ooh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. What's that? Close well, second is not bringing the RPG. <laughs> I was going to mention that.
5: <laughs> well, then they couldn't use it later because they were going to lose everything they uh, they had yeah save the rpg for down the road you know for uh you know,
1: I, I could maybe. i mean not knowing that they were going to run into all those roadblocks i could see you know it being maybe more sensible to keep that to defend the town with in case something really heavy does roll up but uh it, it would have been nice if they did happen
5: yeah them. yeah um Methodic John's right. If you're going to take a big effing, uh vehicle, then it yeah. ought to have a big effing punch. Because, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, take 45s and, you know, an RV instead of having some heavy weapons. And uh, 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 the RPG is the only heavy weapon other than an, that big sniper rifle uh, that um, they don't have any heavy machine guns or anything. We haven't seen any.
1: Seems like, yeah. All right, Brian, smartest, dumbest. Morgan shooting that
4: one guy in defense of Carol. That was smart. Eugene, and I do agree with my thought with this, Eugene standing, uh, stepping up and doing what he did because that was a brilliant, yeah, yeah. Stop, even though it didn't work. Dumbest, um, not really. There's so many dumb things in this entire thing. <laughs> um, I'm going to agree with you. I think it would have been much better. I think this is a dumb decision by um, the, the, produ- and the producers that what they should have done was do the point of view, Yep. Of the person being beat, and then show it basically the, the skull being beaten in, and then cut to black. Uh,
1: uh-huh. yeah, maybe be, show I mean, who it was yeah, like a split second like, before like, they oh go black.
4: Yep, and then just go to black. I think that would have been much better than the crappy ending we got.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, well, I agree with myself. Yes, in fact. <laughs> okay, uh, smartest dumbest. Gosh, is there anything different I could say? For smartest...
5: You could say the smartest was Negan's choice of wearing the red, uh, you know, around his neck. That (laughs) looked very nice. Very nice. uh, Okay, clearly the
1: smartest uh, thing that happened in the episode was Negan's practically psychic uh, ability to predict uh, Rick's movements that has to be like super genius scale. (laughs) <laughs> being able to know what they would do at every turn and dumbest <laughs> for dumbest I'll say uh, the the, uh, the savior who uh, shot through the shoulder decides instead of going back to his base or checking in he decides to just walk through the wilderness after Carol uh, so that he can uh, try to kill her before he dies himself uh, that was pretty dumb
5: but that was cool though. When when he starts shooting in the arm and the leg and she smiles and she says, you know, more, more. No, it's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> makes you makes you wonder what uh, Tobin and her were getting up to, you know. Maybe Tobin is the dominatrix <laughs> and maybe she's a, you know, a submissive.
1: Ooh. <laughs> uh I do love your angle on some of this stuff. (laughs) Okay, uh, questions raised by this episode. Questions, mysteries, or unresolved issues? Uh, There are certainly a few. Uh, Anybody, uh, anything anybody wants to specifically raise? Who is the new group? That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Of course, those of us who read the comics already know this. yes. yes, Does anybody not know and would like to speculate?
5: I'm afraid I got spoiled by the Walking Dead cat. They mentioned the uh, name of okay. them.
1: All right, okay. Let's see. Well, obviously, who got it? Anybody got any... Uh, I, I guess we could save it per, for predictions, but does anybody have any thoughts on who actually got the bat? I I That's, did hear... I probably should wait for predictions, because we really don't know. I would... Well, I would like to mention one thing I got off of... Uh, the Lost TV Forum, somebody made an observation that I thought was pretty astute that throughout the episode from the point of even the cold open, you see this first person perspective of it turns out to be one of the people in that, I think it's a van you know, looking at light shining through the cracks in the doors of the van Yes, yes And then at the very end, you see that same first-person perspective when the van door is finally open, and uh, the person on the forums thought that it would probably be uh, most in keeping with the theme in the episode if the person who gets the bat, which is also a first-person perspective, is the same person who we get the first-person perspective on throughout that entire episode, and that does make a lot of sense to me.
5: Yeah, and... You know what would be cool too if the next episode, of course, we gotta wait a long time, focused on you know uh, that person, you know, like we we going over that time from their perspective. That, been, be. that would be really cool.
1: Could be. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah, that that would be a pretty good idea. Um,
4: it could also be a red herring too.
1: It could be a red herring. I mean, the show can do whatever it wants, but, I mean, if it is sticking with this theme that that first person perspective is the person who got the bat, then it does definitely limit the possibility of, of who it could be. Uh, for one thing, when you see that perspective, when the door is open, you can actually see Daryl in the shot of the person's view, which tells us that apparently wow. it was not Daryl. Which limits it to either uh, Michonne, yeah, Rosita, or Glenn. Yeah. Um,
5: I'm just going to say, I think we'll be underwhelmed. I don't think it'll be really a major character. I don't think it'll be Daryl. I don't think it'll be Glenn. It's definitely not Michonne. Okay? Well, then that pretty much means Rosita.
1: Or, and I think that would be underwhelming. And or Sasha.
5: It could be Sasha. That would be a little little heavy because she's been around yeah. and she had a arc. But, hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it wouldn't be, like, Glenn or Well, Carol Sasha's or, not in the van, though, unless oh, you think
1: they're just going to
5: Oh, you not... know, I'm sorry. You're right. That does, if, if it's not, you're exactly right. That means Rosita,
4: yeah. I think if, it's going to be if Rosita. We can, go down, we can go down every single character and, and have something that, about them that will piss someone else off. I mean, <laughs> I mean if it's Sasha, it's going to be, um, it's going to be, um, shit. Um, Abraham. Yeah, it's gonna be Rick. If it's if it's uh, if it's Glenn or Maggie, they're gonna be pissed off either way. If it's I think any of them, but not Daryl. Daryl's gonna be mad because of the fact that he got these people into this into this predicament. Uh, So Zeta goes. Daryl's. I mean, we can all look at all the stuff. How it's going to act. I do have one thing to say about it, but I kind of want to wait for, for, for uh, spoiler quarantine more than anything else right. okay. uh, because of stuff I've heard online as, as well as you, but something more sure. specific. All
1: right. Okay. Um, you got anything, without Josh, or we move on into quotes? We're good. We're good. Okay. Anybody got any good quotes for the episode?
5: We should just take the last ten minutes of Negan's, you know, dialogue. I was all <laughs> PP pastime. <laughs> yeah, PP pastime. Go ahead, cry. You know.
1: Um. Oh, that's what I meant. I, I, in the in the comics, and I don't think this is much of a spoiler. You know, Negan is, uh infamously, you know, uh, potty mouthed in terms of his profanity, it, way more so than even. Uh, Abraham, and I am kind of curious to see if on the DVDs or Blu-rays if they've got a version of the scene where Egan is more profane. Because you know, I I remember when they when they came out with the the you know the releases for uh, that Terminus season. Rick does indeed say, you know, they fucked with the wrong people. You know, when in the in the live show he he says "messed" yes. instead of "fucked." So right. I, I do wonder if if they've got a version of that that's more, you know, not so much ready for prime time. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, okay, so I guess it's time for the Walker of the Week. And this is the segment where we give our favorite walker of the week, or we give the award to a character we believe is no better than a walker. So who gets your award, Mr. Bad.
5: Oh, uh, I'll give it to Negan, clearly, <laughs> unless unless there is a, uh, a turncoat inside Alexandria. And who that might be? I, my bet would be on Spencer and, and or Eugene. Because Eugene was captured, and he did have the smart idea which led to their you know walk them right into the trap, but uh Spencer would the one who would have told them they were coming, poisoned Maggie, and then put something uh on the uh a transmitter of some kind on the r v to make sure that they wouldn't have any trouble losing them mm, but, uh, okay Negan clearly is the biggest. That's true. Negan, the governor, or the fucking uh, cannibals. (laughs) Or the wolves. (laughs) Well, they were just uh, a little deranged, so I can't really Uh. take the wolves. Um, Negan's really cold, and he was really uh, lucid and well-spoken, so he he projected fear, Uh. and clearly he's projected, you know, he's organized and Uh. uh, um, smart, so he's... He's he's has much more capacity to hurt people because of that organization, intelligence, and uh, right. charm. Yes, That's but look happened. at all the
1: restraint he showed. They killed all of his guys, and he's only going to take one person out. And and then he provides this, the you know this service of protection, you know, to all, true. all these true.
5: communities. Um, maybe he didn't like those guys. You know, maybe they. Well. <laughs>
4: No, I just don't think he cares about his own people. He cares about his power. And therefore, he's going to kill only one because he's showing these people I have power over you.
5: And maybe he wants to fuck with them. You know, he sees that they are badasses. You killed a lot of my people. Okay, you're going to have to work hard to make up for it, you know, and I'm going to be on your ass, you know.
4: Uh. Oh, and that's exactly why he's only going to kill one. He's going to make sure... They
1: understand. I'm in charge bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. Uh Walk of the Week, Methodic John. Rick. Wow, Rick. Because why? Because he didn't go back to Alexandria? Yeah, and, and he
3: like brought all these people with him and he just didn't right. protect it. Oh, I'm sorry, as a father. He brought his son, insane. he left his daughter with yeah. the uh,
1: pants. No. Mm. It's done. Rick. I've heard some people argue that he shouldn't have even left Alexandria, period. I mean, he didn't have to exactly. go. Yeah. All right. Uh, Brian.
4: I'm going to have
1: to agree with uh,
4: Steve. Uh, Negan.
1: Okay. And um uh, just to be different, I'll I'll say that uh Taunter guy, the guy who was uh primarily sort of uh you know, trash talking him at every uh roadblock. <laughs> that I guess that was the coming out They were like, This is a different group of people, but that same that same guy was still there <laughs> Trash talking him. Hey, you been nice to your people. Yes. <laughs>
5: Remember, this could be your last day on Earth. Treat treat Uh, them (laughs) well.
1: That's a great point, Rick. Last day on Earth. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'll see that guy. Um, Okay, then, uh, I guess it's time for the Roger Award.
2: Roger! And there's a lot to get done before you can
7: afford to
0: lose me. Roger. We got this, man. We got this by the ass. Roger, move! Let's go, baby. You all right? Perfect, baby. Perfect. Roger! Roger, watch it! That is
1: All right, Um, this is the award we give to the character that we think kicked the most ass in the episode, but who is also a character that could at some point we think be killed off, or maybe even did get killed off in this episode. Uh, So who gets your award, Mr. Bad? Uh,
5: uh, Let's see, the only person who kicked any ass was Morgan, and I'll go with Morgan, I think uh, it's very interesting, He's, he may have done something unique, he may have saved Carol's life, saved her, uh, turned her around, that would be great, and mm-hmm. then established relationships which will eventually heal not just Alexandria, but the entire, you know, East Coast, really, if you talk, I mean, you know, not East Coast, but at least mm-hmm. this metropolitan area, um, by Good point. Uh, forging a new bond with
1: these people. So uh, I'm going
5: to go with uh, Morgan
1: All right Good deal um, What's that going? Somebody really kicked ass But,
3: but Morgan um, Eugene I
1: think he kicked ass in his own way But I think he's that's dead That's a great point That's a
5: great point Yeah, that's another good one he Okay he, I thought he was going on a death sentence Taking that uh, RV I thought they would have killed him for sure When they found uh,
1: him I think that he wa- was he going was. on a death sentence I think he Thought that he would probably die. Yeah,
5: he gave uh, Rick the uh, formula for the bullets, so that was pretty cool. Yep.
1: Yeah. Okay, uh, Brian.
4: Okay. I thought of John and Steve picked both of my choices in order, so I'm going to say Carl because he he had enough, he had big enough cojones to actually put Enid in a closet and she didn't kill him. So <laughs> I'm going to say Carl because I want to be different.
1: Nice. <laughs>
5: What did Negan say to to Carl? You know, he's up there, guy. You look a little too serious. Or what did he say?
1: Uh, future. Uh, he called him future serial killer. Yeah,
5: don't don't make me kill the future serial killer. <laughs> like,
4: yeah. It would have been awesome if he had just said, "You're lucky I didn't spank you." <laughs> would...
5: Spank you uh, with Lucille. That wouldn't be good.
1: And Ooh. I have no need to be different, so I will simply agree with uh, the Eugene choice. uh, yeah, I think the argument for him is uh, very compelling. Yeah, a,
4: Those were my top three. I mean, I mean it literally, I'm like, I hate you, Steve. I hate you without a job. Uh, just, <laughs> all.
1: all right. Uh, I can't really think of anything for zombie analysis, so we will go to the survival segment. Give me that dog. What do you mean? I mean, give me that dog. What are you
3: going to do with I can't open the door to let him out. The bomb's life will go off. The dog's gotta go. We're gonna need every bit of air to breathe ourselves.
0: After a while, we'll be laying on the floor to get fresh air. But he's just a little dog. He doesn't breathe. We can't have him here. No! dog's gotta go. Don't you touch him. <laughs> Won't well, do you any good to cry. It's all over. In a little while, you would be thanking me. Get rid of that dog and help it off a lot. Oh, my
1: God. You'll be glad we don't have that extra pair of lungs when you're laying here gasping for breath. All right. In our scenario tonight, uh, you are in Rick's position. You're trying to get Maggie some help. Uh, She seems to be having some complications, trying to get her to the hilltop. And you've encountered that first roadblock. Uh so, what do you do from this point on? What's the plan of action, mr bed
5: oh he if he thought this was the end of it, he was an idiot um, and they knew where he was going, so forget all the other crap they knew where he was going, and the the guy almost up and said it, you know, um, to him so. The only thing I would have done is is head back to Alexandria if I was gonna take uh take her there, I would do it with a small group, maybe two people, and I'd grab a four by four pickup truck, put you know i drive, have somebody care for her in the back, and just get there and if uh-huh. you're there all three of us were fucked if not, well, you know you only risking three people
1: <clears throat> uh. Right, uh, Methodic John. Did we lose Methodic John?
5: No, he's just putting these fucking long pauses in so, so I'll have to take him out. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's not editing enough. Thank you. Thank you. Uh,
3: I got
1: nothing. I got nothing to say. You got nothing to say? You would have done everything different or nothing different in Rick's position? Everything we
3: did was wrong.
1: Uh, well, I guess... If you had been in Rick's position, you wouldn't have even, uh, you wouldn't have left the town. You would have sent somebody else with them. But, I mean, somebody's, he. if Rick hadn't have gone, he would have still sent somebody to be in charge of the mission. And after encountering the first roadblock, what should the call have been? Do you think they should have gone back then, or do you think yeah. they should have made another, yeah, they should have gone right back then? Okay. Yeah. He did it all wrong. Well. And then what do you do? Do you just try to, to save her with what you've got there? Or do you try to send a small group to bring back the pediatrician? Or what's the, what's the next plan? Do you just write Maggie off? Uh, what do you do? Yeah, books there, read a book. Books, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's what the previous doctor was doing reading books. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, uh, Brian, what do you do in the situation?
4: After the second roadblock, they should have just gone back to Alexandria, regrouped, and done a smaller uh, group to try to get to up. Is what they should have done. But instead, they went from one roadblock to another roadblock to another roadblock to another roadblock. I mean, after the second time, they should have been like, okay, these people know what we're doing. We need to right. regroup. They should have gone back to Alexandria and done a different plan. I mean, I like Steve's idea of a, of a, uh, of a uh, RV. I am mean, not RV. Um, a, um, four by four. 4x4, uh, even though I don't know if they have any, but still, that would have been much better than what well, they were doing. I mean, uh-huh. yeah. So, yeah. Um, they should have gone back to Alexandria for the second one at least. All right. yep.
0: oh. I-, I-, I can
5: i like to change mine before you, you impart your uh, wisdom. <laughs> I, I figured out what the, the, the right thing to do, which would save the day. Uh, uh-huh. I would We would go back to Alexandria immediately. I would get Radagaster Brown and his Rosgobble rabbits to take <laughs> uh, Maggie just by himself to the hilltop. I would uh-huh. have said, uh, Eugene... Um, to uh, with the ring of power to Philadelphia <laughs> and uh, to throw it into the Schuylkill River and uh, yes, that would have saved the day and uh, uh, ended the crisis. Hmm.
1: I think there might have been some time travel necessary for that.
5: <laughs> well, the Schuylkill is a long way away, yeah.
1: <laughs> awesome. Okay. Um, and for myself... Um...
2: 42 minutes to quarantine
1: failure. I say, what? Um yes. Um I would agree with Brian. I wouldn't necessarily turn back at the first roadblock because that might have just been a fluke, but at the second roadblock something's definitely up at this point and you need to get back <laughs> back to your fortifications and hope, you know, that they haven't already cut off your retreat. Um, If we were able to get back, um, I would have kind of followed other people's suggestions. I would have tried to send a smaller team, uh, not to get Maggie to the hilltop, but to try to bring uh, the doctor back from the hilltop to Alexandria, I think, because trying to move her from Alexandria to hilltop with her in, in the condition that she's in I think that's less likely to happen than trying to bring the doctor back from there. Okay, uh, predictions and theories. The Dharma Initiative
2: ordered a lamp. This man and his team created a series of equations which tell us, with a high degree of probability, where it is going to be at a certain point in time. Event window determined... Extrapolating sound and vision.
1: All right, so this is the segment where we each give a prediction for something uh, that we think is going to happen, I guess, at this point next season. Uh, The prediction should not be based on any sort of spoiler information, uh, nothing you think you know from the comics, nothing from interviews, uh, nothing from previews, uh, just something purely from your own mind. So have you got a prediction for us, Mr. Bad?
5: Uh, I predict that Rick will uh, s- start growing a farm again, and he'll uh, he'll grow some uh, Afghan Kush and get <laughs> Negan all chill, man, and they'll come to terms and they'll become good buddies.
1: All right, and Methodic John. Oh, right, and
5: Rosita. All right. Rosita gets the bat. Rosita gets the bat.
1: <laughs> Rosita gets the bat. Okay, Methodic John.
3: Based upon Negan's comment that somebody was really tough and rough and not go down that, what, that first time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with either Eugene or Abraham or Glenn. Probably not a chick. Um, so probably one of them. And probably Abraham based upon all of his little moments that he had, but, man, it could be, um, Mm -hmm. it could be Eugene. Okay, all right. And my prediction on top of all
1: that is we don't even get that till the second episode or the third. Won't we get that? What? We won't get it first thing? No, it'll be like the second or third episode. Wow, (laughs) that would suck. (laughs) Where are they going to waste their time with the first two? Uh, Background on Negan's people or something?
3: Or maybe how it happens with um, Daryl.
1: Okay. Alright, uh, Brian, prediction for us? Uh, Rosita
4: or DeFlowers Carl?
1: Rosita, DeFlowers Carl? <laughs> okay. Alright, and my prediction will be, let's see, um, good question. Um, gosh, something not based on spoiler information. Um now you
4: know why I said what I said because i'm i'm like i' no.
1: <laughs> I feel like I have a pretty good prediction, but it's it's a l- kind of slightly based on spoiler information i'll see it for the spoiler section um I will predict that um i'll predict that Glenn gets the bat based on uh sort of narrowing it down i I do think it is. The same first person perspective we see throughout the episode that narrows it down to uh, Glenn or Azita or Michonne. and I feel like of those three, with with what Negan said, and also sort of where people were looking with their eyes when the when we see you know into the van, I feel like Glenn's probably the most likely candidate at this point, um, and. Let's see um, something on top of that. Wow, tough. Um, I, I guess I really don't have anything. I don't know what's going to happen next. <laughs> At least nothing that's not spoiler related. So I guess my only prediction is that uh, it won't be Daryl, and that it'll most likely be Glenn.
5: I think you're uh, right, though. I I like that. Um thought from the uh the forum that uh they will i mean about that perspective mm-hmm. and them coming back to that that would be cool and i think if they do that that points yeah. to rosita though because it's and not, i, I
1: ideally i feel like they should go ahead and deal with this in the cold open for the next season that needs to be the very first thing we see is the same scene that we got at the end of the season, only not that first-person perspective.
5: See, I I'd like to see the first-person perspective uh, of of the, at once after they're captured and bouncing around <laughs> all the way to when they're on their knees and when they get the. First, <sighs> I would like to see well,
1: that. Uh, I, I I've also heard complaints. You know, if if somebody hit you in the head with a bat. You're not even gonna blink or squint or anything. It's just uh it's just silly. <laughs> okay. I have um, some
5: good news for you though. I just uh, read online. Uh, Greg Nicotero uh, says that to an, an Entertainment Weekly, they did shoot two versions of the the finale, and that uh, they have a Blu-ray version taking the full speech right from the graphic novel. So, the, oh, the Blu-ray will nice. contain
1: that. So, yes, uh, it, uh, It'd be nice if it was also uh, it was, if it didn't do that uh, first-person bullshit. <laughs> 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 May as well. I mean, it's like uh, it's like Methodic John said. We're gonna find out. I mean, even it's gonna be incredibly hard, even if you're trying to avoid it, not to find out. I mean, even even Steve is, who's not a comic creator, somehow found out about the bat and stuff. I mean, it, it's gonna it's gonna leak. It's yeah, gonna be you, hard. Not
5: you, you listen or you talk to other people, and they just sort of mention things in passing, even though yeah. you're not looking for
1: that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess it's time for the spoiler quarantine. Now we can really get into it.
2: Initiating spoiler quarantine.
1: Okay, who wants to go first? I think Brian's got something. Brian? Uh,
4: um, I've heard that they're going to be... Um, what I've heard of spoilers is they're going to be very... Um, to the point of the comment... That's why it's going to be glad. They are going to make sure it's going to be Glenn. Uh,
1: okay. That's what, okay. I,
4: that's what I've heard. That's what I've not wanted to say because that's why I didn't want to make a prediction of him because I know in issue 100 he was the one who died. Apparently, yeah. they can be very, very, very accurate to that. But, okay. I mean, that doesn't mean anything. It's still a rumor, but still, that's what I've
1: heard. Yeah. Okay. And what I would mention is. In the comics, uh, of course, the people on horseback are from a community called the Kingdom. And eventually, in the comics, um, uh, Michonne becomes romantically entangled with the leader of the Kingdom. Uh, But since in the show, she's with Rick... It seems to me like they might be gearing up to have Carol go down the path, that path. She might become romantically uh, entangled with the leader of the kingdom. So I suspect they're giving her that arc, um, which could be interesting. Um, anybody got anything else spoiler-related they want to deal with? Maybe not.
5: Uh, no, I don't have any spoilers. I don't have any predictions related to spoilers.
1: Okay, hmm. I'm trying to think if I got anything else interesting spoiler related. Um, apparently not. We can just sit here in silence as the as we listen to the the beeping.
5: Ah! I'm looking forward to getting the Blu-ray of uh, of uh, Star Wars uh, this weekend. (laughs) That's going to be my main activity.
1: Um, So you you liked the new Star Wars movie? Oh, I
5: loved it. I thought it was great. That new uh, female lead, uh, what's her name? Uh, I forgot her name. Kylo
1: Ren, I think, is her name. Yeah, yeah. She. I thought
5: the actress. (laughs) Seriously, seriously.
1: (laughs) Seriously. He uh, basically did
4: act like a drama. I will tell you that. Ridley. Yeah. I think the actress name was Ridley something.
1: Kylerun was the emo kid. Yeah. Emo Darth Vader. But uh, she was
2: great. I it was great. 15 really loved seconds it. to quarantine failure.
1: I think the lady's name was Ray Santiago. Yeah. Ray. Nine. It was Ray. Eight, it was seven. Ray. Six. Five. Ray six, four, Spanish. Three. Two. <laughs> one okay, final thoughts this week before we wrap it up for a good little while. Anybody got any final thoughts?
5: I'm really impressed by the theory uh of the person from the forum. Uh, I actually may rewatch that to to check that out, and uh I actually hope they they follow through on that. I would really think that would be cool to see at least you know maybe twenty minutes not the maybe not the whole episode, but a significant part, maybe just ten minutes of yep. uh of scenes of that person who gets the bat from their oh. point of view
3: okay awesome who has this for, who had the theory again?
1: Um, it was, let's see, I'll look it up right now. Credos, um, yeah, credos.
5: We can steal it, I can edit this. Is, is, it, uh, is it Sergeant Drano's, or is it somebody <laughs>
1: from the forum? No, no, it is not Sergeant Drano's. No, <laughs> an honest I was, man. I can't claim man. the credit, although it that is the only, uh, I haven't heard it on any other podcast or anything, Is the only uh, person I've heard, uh spot this let me find it right quick um while i'm looking for it i will say that for those who are interested um feature tv um the uh no that's not what we're looking for um
5: That would be a perfect question for one of these next Walker Stalker things, because you could ask it without them having to reveal who it is. It would sort of point to one of the people inside the van, but you could say, hey, are you going to redo this uh, first-person perspective to show us who, uh, from the point of view of the person who gets killed? That would Uh be a great
1: question. Um, Oh, I was going to say that uh, for those who are interested, the entirety of the uh, webisodes for that Fear of the Walking Dead flight, whatever the heck it was, um, the airplane uh, webisode for Fear of the Walking Dead, uh, where zombie outbreak on a plane, uh, that can all be viewed now. I actually watched it today on YouTube. Uh, there was just a playlist. I clicked on the playlist, and it played through the whole thing. Like each episode is like less than a minute long, but you know, I don't know how anybody can tolerate watch, watching each episode individually. But string them all together, it's not too bad. Although I felt like uh, the end of it was a little uh, anticlimactic. <laughs>
5: It sounds more and more like one of be Brian's orange. actual escapades. Ex- ex- Less than a minute and uh anticlimactic. What do you think, Brian?
4: One of the characters was supposed to be on the Fear of Walking Dead this season, and they didn't reveal
1: it, so uh, I really didn't like it. Oh, that's right. I, I forgot about that. That is interesting.
4: I thought they would do a reveal. They didn't. They just show it. Oh, it was the plane that went over uh, Los Angeles. Oh, that's nice. I mean, I didn't. I didn't see that coming a mile away. I mean, not at all.
1: Uh, ah, um, the uh, the person who spotted this uh, goes by the handle Redbird. They said, "Point of view." At the beginning and throughout the episode, we saw a strange light coming through holes and darkness. Turned out it was someone's point of view in the van where Daryl, Michonne, Glenn, and Rosita were being held. When the van door opens from this point of view, whoever got out ahead of this person is not the one that got killed. This is the same point of view we saw at the very end of the person on the ground who saw Negat bring the bat down on their head. In other words, it was someone in the van that got whacked. Fricking Daryl has nine lives. He was the first one out. Not him. That leaves three left not Rosita this person thinks
5: yeah it's, it it has to be Glenn if they don't do Glenn or if it's somebody in the van it has to be either Daryl or Glenn otherwise it's uh, the whole season will be lost they have to have a major character die at the hands of Negan yeah. well but Michonne
1: would be major but yeah I don't think I don't think do it's Basan it plus when when the van door opens, she's not looking at the door. she's just kind of looking off to the side and down the it seems like more like Glenn and Rosita are actually looking at the door um i I tend to lean towards Glenn. <laughs>
5: Well, I tell you what, if this is true, I think this is pretty important and and you've uncovered it. You brought this to light to a wide well, audience. <laughs> so, um I uh, I have a few zombie related materials. If you can send an email, we will I will guarantee that if this is true, we will send a prize to Redbird.
1: Oh, awesome. Okay. I will uh I will let Redbird know. I will post in the forum and and let uh him or her. I'll yeah, look through uh,
5: my zombie crap and, and come up with a list, and they can pick.
1: Okay, cool. Excellent. I'll let them know. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll gain a listener. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> One at a time. We're drawing them in.
1: That's right. <laughs> okay, well, I guess that's about it.
2: Incoming transmission from Daniel Faraday.
3: Well, then I guess I might as well speak.
2: Oh,
1: yeah, Absolutely.
3: Speak. I was here for about 20 minutes. I was just waiting to see how long I could wait was not talking.
5: Faraday, <laughs> hello! I almost did not recognize you,
3: sir.
1: Welcome back.
3: Yeah, wow, it is Faraday. Years. How's it yeah, cool going, two man? been a few years. Pretty good, pretty good.
1: Yeah, the last thing I think I saw from you was a typed message on your Skype that said you were super drunk. When was this? I don't know. Let me let me look at it. Uh drunk too, Sergeant. Uh dang, where is it? Oh yeah, there is Daniel Faraday. I am so drunk I can barely see, but it helps me get something.
3: Oh, that's just no, no, that's just my little blurb on the profile cuz I really don't need it. Cool. Okay, okay. Yeah, I wrote that when I was in Italy, uh a lot of wine that day.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Cool, man. So uh, what you been up to? Uh, do you actually watch The Walking Dead, or are you just checking in uh, with us? What's going on?
3: No, just checking in. I haven't watched an episode since the last time I called in.
1: When was that? I can't even remember. Two years, uh,
3: few years ago, perhaps. Like, I got rid of cable a while ago, so I really don't watch TV anymore.
1: Well, I don't have cable either. But,
5: Neither you does know. Mr. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mr. Bad got rid of cable as well. <laughs> Thanks to a little known, uh site in the family. Hello, Faraday.
3: Hello. Hello, What's it's gone? Methodic John, just saying hi. I think the last time I called in was around Christmas of 2013. Yeah. Th- yeah, didn't you have to go eat cereal? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a pretty famous moment. <laughs> I feel like that's what it was. He's like, no, I,
3: no, I have no recollection of ever saying that. I believe I said because it was the holidays, my shift got changed, so I had to go to work. Wow. Cool. Yeah.
1: Wow. So, so, uh... That's all so- I
3: remember it anyway. I don't remember ever even eating cereal in my life.
1: So. <laughs> Sergeant, we'll have to go to the tape on that.
5: We will go to the tape, yes.
1: I, uh, I don't even have those audio files anymore. <laughs> They're oh, on the computer that broke. Oh, I
2: have
5: them yet. I have them. <laughs> you do? <laughs> yeah, I have them
1: at least in iTunes. I still have
2: 23 minutes to quarantine <laughs> failure. How go. long
5: were you in Italy, Faraday?
3: Yeah, I went over the winter. Not as many tourists during that time, so I figured out why not. Mm-hmm. Plus, I got some time off.
1: Cool. What was yeah, it I like? went to
3: Roman Florence.
1: Do anything interesting Roman's over
3: like there? Uh, Rome was nice. Florence was a bit rainy, kinda of like Boston.
1: Interesting. Well, those are two places I've never been to, Boston and uh Rum. <laughs> Actually I'm trying to think, have I been to Boston?
3: I've been
5: to Boston
1: I've been to Boston, however,
3: it was like a decade ago.
5: Yeah. I, I went up there during the big dig. That was pretty cool. Boston's a great town. Great.
1: I went I went to some place for some kind of sci fi convention. Oh, uh, by train, I went.
5: Baltimore, maybe?
1: No, it was Baltimore. I, I don't know. I'm not, I am can't remember.
5: Camden. It was probably Camden, right? No,
1: it wasn't Camden. It was more well-known than that. Uh, it was either... It might have been... Uh, what's that big one? It's not ChillerCon. It was Gen Con.
5: Oh, okay, Gen Con. They used to be up in uh, Baltimore a lot. Baltimore, then they, maybe. Uh, then they were out in the Midwest, too. They moved them out in the Midwest lately.
3: Uh,
1: so uh, so what are you watching these days, Faraday? Uh, or do you watch anything? What what do you do in your spare time?
3: Well, I recently started reading a new book. It's a pretty big one, so it'll be taking me a while. And I spend a lot of my time in transport
1: now. In transport? What do you do in transport? Yeah. Just part of your job? Well, I or?
3: To, yeah, I have to take the train sometimes, I guess, sent up to Pennsylvania. Oh, oh, that's like about once a year, or so. Plus, I get uh-huh. paid travel time.
5: Where in Pennsylvania do
3: you go? Three hours each way.
5: Where, where do you go in Pennsylvania?
3: Uh, God, I don't know. It's We meet at the office, they drive me up, and at the end of the day, they drive me back.
5: Oh, okay. Is it like Easton or uh, Scranton? or? Wilkinson? No, it's not
3: Scranton. It's, I'll check Miami out to see if I still have it. The last time I was there was September. I might have deleted it by now. I think it's... South of Philadelphia.
5: Oh, okay. That would be like, yeah.
3: It's relatively close to the border of New Jersey. It
1: doesn't take that long to get there.
5: Like Westchester, maybe. Yeah.
1: Uh, Philadelphia.
5: Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) It's great hearing from you. Italy. Ooh, I'm very jealous. Was the food good in Italy? Did you enjoy that?
1: What was that?
3: Was the food good? Did you
5: enjoy that Italian cooking?
3: Oh, yeah. So the food was very good. And once very expensive. Never doing that again. Near the Spanish Steps, there's a lot of horsey restaurants that cost about 50 euros for a meal before you realize it. Wow, cool.
5: (laughs) You You got any pictures? Any uh, slideshows?
3: Yeah, I have a few pictures.
5: Email some to uh, sergeant.
3: What?
1: Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. We'll put them up on uh, Facebook or something.
5: Yeah, yeah, that would be cool.
3: Uh, Which email should I send it to? I don't even think I still have my podcast email anymore.
5: Sergeant Drano at uh, hotmail.com.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I still got the same email I've had for years. <laughs> we'll it hotmail. looks like the Gen Con uh, looks like that was in Milwaukee, I think.
3: Mm. I haven't been to in three years.
1: Yeah, I've been what in three years? To a convention in three years. Last time I won was New York Comic Con 2013. Yeah, it's been many years since I've been to, but uh, mm. and I'll probably never go to one. I just don't have time anymore. But, uh, uh,
5: these these uh, historical conventions, historical gaming conventions, up in Lancaster sometimes. Uh, uh, it's called Historicon. Uh, they they specialize in the little lead figures, you know, recreating uh, any battle you can imagine from World War II, Civil War, fantasy, Lord <coughs> of the Rings, anything. You know, forty thousand uh, or Warhammer, anything.
1: Wow. So, um after since since Walking Dead is over, I think the next thing we're gonna do is the rest of Ash vs Evil Dead. I don't know if you followed that at all, but it's a uh, it's Not pretty fun. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> that one was pretty fun. And after that my plan is to cover season two of Z Nation, which was also well we might have some differing opinions on whether that was good or not, but I thought it was good. And we might cover Fear of the Walking Dead in some respect, but probably not episode by episode like we did last season, because we just didn't like it good enough.
2: 16 minutes to quarantine failure.
1: Well, well. Are you following any uh, current TV shows at all, or uh, not so much? Not at all.
3: Not at the all. last thing I watched
1: was God, I don't even know.
3: I got rid of cable because I wasn't using it.
1: Right. So, yeah. How about movies? You see any movies? Did you see any new Star Wars?
3: Uh, last movie I saw was Guardians of the
1: Galaxy. That was pretty good.
3: Yeah. But not exactly up to
1: date. No, no, not exactly.
5: <laughs> what are you reading on those long
3: uh,
1: mutes? Yeah, what's that big book you were talking about? Uh,
3: the Iron Kingdom The Rise and Downfall of Prussia.
1: Oh. Oh, wow. It cool. sounds heavy. Oh.
3: It's about 800 or 680 some odd pages.
1: Wow. Yeah. Is that... Uh,
2: 15 minutes to quarantine failure.
1: Is that uh, straight-up history or historical fiction?
3: Oh, straight-up history.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs>
3: I've been reading a lot more of that recently. Uh-huh. That's also why I decided to take a trip to Rome since I had the time off. I was reading a lot on the Roman Empire. Uh, well, that's cool.
1: About as historical as I get is uh, Bernard Cornwell's uh, sharp novels, fictional, even if the uh, the events that take place are based on fact.
5: Have you seen the uh, uh, British drama b- based on that with Sean Bean?
1: Oh yeah, that's how I got kind of oh, okay. started off on it. And... Right? I thought
5: they were great.
1: That's the first time they... I saw him, but... yeah, they were fantastic. Yeah, that's how that was my introduction to Sean Bean. Yeah. Sharp.
5: He was a young man back then. Not that That's he got his head chopped off in Game of Thrones.
1: Spoilers <laughs> Alright, well um well hell, I guess it's uh I guess we should probably wrap it up. Anybody got any final thoughts before we do? wrap it up well i mean it was great talking to you again faraday uh do you think you'll be back uh do you think you'll tune into any of the stuff that we watch just so you can a
3: chance talk about I it say yes or no i cannot predict the future
1: well why not why can't you predict it
3: only life is that easy
1: <laughs> do you still uh we're gonna get some samurai swords or something at one point did you ever get the swords? Oh, yeah
3: yeah i have them man. Although, due to the humidity, one of the handles are starting to get a bit warped, so the are starting to come off.
1: Oh, wow.
3: <laughs> there's a decorated one with a dragon at the hilt. kind of looks like the Oroboros. Uh, and there's, cool. then there's just a straight, uh, no-hilt samurai sword. Uh, uh, I also cool. have a replica dagger from uh, Tbilisi, Georgia. From the country, what,
1: Georgia?
3: The Tbilisi? Tbilisi, Georgia. It's the country, not the state.
1: Oh, 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 gotcha, 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 yeah.
3: yeah. Well, I sent a handful of pictures to your email. You should be getting
1: them soon. Okay, sweet. Let's see, yeah. Oh, Faraday. Uh,
5: just in case, you probably heard, but they had uh, Miss Wendy and uh, Anna from Indiana were doing that uh, Lost in Order series based on the chronologically uh, lost, uh, some guy who put all of lost in chronological order, uh, just to let you know if the people are still doing lost stuff. So.
3: Oh, they, I had no idea. Oh. I kinda of fell off from this part of the internet about three well, two and a half years ago.
0: <laughs>
3: First time I checked in, in since two thousand thirteen really. Ah.
1: What uh what what made you decide to actually check in with us? I just saw got the
3: email and I I saw the email in my email when I was going through it and uh-huh. recently I've been missing them by a day. This time I didn't so I figured I'd just call in.
1: Cool. That's that's awesome. Yeah. I feel like uh a while back I it looked like uh you came into chat for a little while but then you left again before uh, by the time I noticed it's like you were gone again, I want to say.
3: Oh yeah, that was a few weeks ago. I came in just at the end and you we were
1: closing it up, so I just like Yeah. And I didn't see it <laughs> until, until you were gone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it really cool to have you back. Good talking to you again, man. We still, uh, we've still got you doing the iterations at the front of the uh, episode. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> and at the well, end, well, I the countdown. And at the yeah.
0: end,
5: my computer's broken, so I guess
3: that's uh, the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is my audio quality any better? I've got a new phone since then.
5: You sound pretty good.
1: Sound yeah, pretty good. yeah, you do sound a little different. I, I, I didn't recognize you at first until I saw the, uh, you know, on the uh, screen there that it said Faraday. Um, because you, you do sound slightly different because of the different audio quality. Yeah.
3: I upgraded to BlackBerry from Motorola Razr, so I thought it had a lot to do with it.
1: It <laughs> could could very well be. <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, um, I am a little inebriated, and it's probably my bedtime. I'm sure it is. Yep, it's about an hour past my bedtime. So it was great talking with you guys, and hopefully we'll get to do it again real soon. I do look forward to that. Um, so, uh, I wish you it all was well. It the
3: best day ever, because I yeah. came back. Yes. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Great day. Namaste. Good night.
6: Mr. Bad Robot.
7: Call recording has been completed. Goodbye.
3: Well, it looks like my internet crashed, so that means the episode's over.
0: I know what a scene you were learning in. Was there something that made you come back again? And what could ever lead you? What could?
7: The sound that you're listening to is from my guitar that's named Lucille. I'm very crazy about Lucille. Lucille took me from the plantation. Oh, you might say, brought me fame. I don't think I could just talk enough about Lucille. Sometimes when I'm blue, it seems like Lucille try to help me call my name. I used to sing spirituals, and I thought that this was the thing that I wanted to do. But somehow or other, when I went in the army, I picked up on Lucille and started singing the blues. <laughs> Bring out those funny sounds that sound good to me, you know. Sometimes I get to the place where I can't even say nothing. Look out. Sometimes I think it's crying. I sing pop tunes like Frank Sinatra or Sammy Davis Jr. I don't think I still could do it. But Lucille don't wanna play nothing but the blues. And I think I'm I think I'm pretty glad about that. Cause don't nobody sing to me like Lucille. Sing Lucille. like this. Take it easy, Lucille. I like the way Sammy sings and I like the way Frank sings, but I can get a little Frank, Sammy, little Rachel. In fact, all the people with soul in this Jackson
0: in that <laughs>
7: one more, no
4: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring